he we were driving as you do to get places yes and Mm -hmm. (laughs) you may have heard of it i'm familiar um hmm, transport (laughs) and so many people were out today we had dropped the dogs off the groomers driving home so many people are out taking walks walking together Mm. and like we love to see it and james said look at all these people you know out here starting off their new year's resolution new year new me and he's like I'm not doing any of that. I'm just going to try my best. Yes. And I was like, oh, my God, that is brilliant. And I don't know why we don't give ourselves permission to just say, I don't have a specific goal that I'm going to commit 365 days to. I'm just going to try my darndest to be better. I love that. Hi, it's Nick. And Nick. And this is Better Together, where we explore women's stories through life's major changes and transformations and the support they found along the way. And, all right, we are recording. This is our sixth episode. You know, I think there's some statistic out there that most podcasts don't make it past six episodes <laughs> jokes on them we're recording two tonight they don't even know us <laughs> we're dedicated we're committed i thought i'd have a third word after that <laughs> it I sounded i was i was like "Ooh, where's she going with this on a roll bam we bam. don't know where she's going dedicated good. committed that's all we got those are two great things to be and it's the first day of 2021. Oh my goodness. We made it through the year. That was a year. I don't have words for it. Just, yeah. it happened. We made it through. <laughs> we survived it. And I definitely appreciate all of the posts on Instagram and Facebook that are just like, you know, you're going to start seeing people that are like, this is all that I accomplished in 2020. And it's like, if all you did was just make it, you did great. And I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of effort just to like log on and look at both. So that was my accomplishment. Yes. I mean, I think I so many Zoom meetings, so much time in one place, you're stuck inside. I just... I mean, for those of us that know shade, but shade did things the right way, wore masks out in public and did the, like, it's, yeah. it's an accomplishment that we made it to the end. <laughs> yeah. Without punching someone in the store. Mm-hmm. hundred percent, hundred percent. But I would like to also highlight that 2020 was 365 days long. <laughs> Is that a whole? It wasn't. It didn't count for double. Mm, it felt. It feels like it should have. But at some point, there were some highlights, right? Like I feel like I, I have been able to over the past day or two, reflect on and identify some good moments of twenty twenty. Some, some, a handful. Nah, nah, nah. Just a couple. No, definitely there was. Uh, Still lots to be grateful for. It's easy to get caught up in like the 2020 was the worst. Let's get rid of it. Blah, blah, blah. But honestly, like it gave us, I think, a new level of understanding. And it Mm. was so unprecedented that I 
we just had to roll with it. And I'm glad we had the opportunity to learn some things. Yeah. Certainly, I would prefer not to have been stuck inside for most of the year, but. Yeah. I think it definitely put things into perspective as far as what it means to take care of yourself, what it means Mm. to, you know, really be in the moment. It highlighted the things that were important to you because I think when the whole world shuts down and you're either virtual or you're just with whoever is in your home, it highlights, okay, what are you going to go out of your way to do? Who are you going to go out of your way to reach out to? And so I think that 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 definitely was something that kind of came to the forefront for me is who's really important, what's really important, um, my time and how I look at my time. So, yeah, that's good. Does anything, do you have any specific, like if you had to pick your top three moments or memories or takeaways from 2020? Yeah. Weirdly, I wrote these down. Weirdly, like maybe. Unprompted. Maybe, no, I was unprompted. <laughs> maybe someone gave you a heads up that uh, that question might go up. They did. And <laughs> um, I was already mid writing them down. So suck it. <laughs> um, okay. So while yes, 2020 gave us an opportunity to highlight things that were important to us and kind of reframe how we identify time spent with those important things. For me, 2020 highlighted an improvement opportunity Mm. and that it goes across all my relationships, but using um, James and I's relationship specifically, I realized this year in spending so much more, so much more time together. Mm -hmm. Is that how you say that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Grammar. Well, um, <laughs> it's, hard. it's a lot. I realized we were not as good at communication as I thought we were, mm. or rather that just because we were speaking to each other did not mean we were actually communicating. Mm. So communication obviously includes equal parts speaking and listening. And I think that we had gotten so used to speaking through our routine yeah. That when we were kind of forced to spend our working hours together, uh, that opened up a whole new level of how we need to advocate for ourselves, but also how we need to listen to support the other person. Because now we're spending a chunk of the day that honestly, 40 hours a week, at least that we weren't spending with them before. And that's definitely an area I thought I was great at, didn't need any pointers, so good at talking. <laughs> Well, that's the thing is like you are a great communicator in many ways. And just because yeah. you are a strong communicator and you have the skills and they maybe perhaps are highlighted in some other aspects of your life doesn't necessarily mean that you're a 100% superstar at it in every aspect of yeah, your life. Yeah, that was learned. <laughs> you know, it's when you spend, like you said, all day, every day with someone some things are going to come up. So I think that you are probably not the only person in the world to say, Hey, my partner and I uh, realized that maybe (laughs) we need to work on our communication because we're killing each other in, uh, in quarantine. Just the tiniest bit. Yeah. But also similar to what you said, like it meant prioritizing conversations with friends that I think, uh, not that we didn't care for, but that we often kind of made excuses for like, oh, I know they're busy with work. I don't have to call right now. Mm. I think that's something you and I have been really good about is checking in in the middle of the day. We're not waiting till like the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It's just like, are you free now? Let's talk. Let's kind of reframe what 
this looks like. We had to change so many habits because the world changed. So that's been pretty big. I think something that I was thinking of the other day is that I would never FaceTime someone without giving them a heads up before. And if someone FaceTimed me without texting me first, I for sure would decline that call. (laughs) And now I feel like it's just such a normal part. Like, I mean, you at all hours in the day, it does not matter. Morning, afternoon, night, FaceTimes come through, FaceTimes go out. And I think part of that is one, you know, with Camillo, it's our main way to share him with our friends and family, but also just life. Like we're, we're not getting to fly or to go to people's houses or anything like that. And so Mm. just those quick pop-ins and you, you miss out on that. And so I do think it's funny though, because two years ago, a year ago, I'd be like, do not put me on FaceTime before you text me and give me a heads up. Now I don't care. I would think there's something wrong. Like, uh, what is happening that we must FaceTime about this? Yes. Yes. Um, the other thing I learned, which I think is pretty, wow, I'm going to try that sentence again. (laughs) The other thing I learned that I think has been pretty pivotal. And I honestly just found the language for it this week after 12 months in 2020, uh, Good stress is still stress. Mm. So we did a lot of really cool things this year, but good stress is still stress on your body and your mind and your soul. And you have to have to give yourself a break before your body makes you take a break. And I think that's something I really experienced this in this last week with burnout and that weird limbo week between all the holidays and the new year, trying to figure out how to work and how to operate. I was not good at it. And yeah. It didn't matter how much I accomplished. I just, I was no longer useful even to myself because I wasn't taking a break. Mm-hmm. And I think when you're doing something even that you enjoy, it's mm-hmm. hard to recognize that you need a break from that too. Because you're yeah. still, even though you're enjoying it, you're still scheduling that time. I think one of the things that I've tried to be a little more conscious about is this idea of play and what it means to just have time where you're not doing anything. There's no agenda. There's no Mm, to-do list. You don't actually have to finish something by the end of your time of doing whatever your, your idea of play is. And so I definitely relate to that. And to wrap up my wisdom of 2020, I'm ready. I would say the other thing, my biggest takeaway is that we really need to lean into the kind of moments we want to make. And we learned that most around this holiday season because even though we're in our 30s, sometimes holidays feel like obligations. Mm -hmm. And, like, you have to see a certain amount of people. You have to make time. You you have to be on the go nonstop. And I had kind of vocalized to James last year that I didn't love that anymore i we needed something different i needed it to be us i needed it to be about building new traditions not just kind of being on the go to be it to see all these family members and do all these previous traditions that maybe just didn't fit us anymore and that was a scary conversation to think about having with our parents with our family to say like we need to do something differently we need you guys to continue what you're doing because it's for you but we need to make something for us and um our parents are not scary people. <laughs> they were fine. They were like, that is such a good idea. Go forth, my children. Like, mm-hmm. they were so 
okay with it. Not that it didn't mean there were growing pains, but they were okay with us being our own people. And I don't know why we held that in for so long, but that was just such an incredible moment at the end of the holiday season to say, like, we did things the way we wanted to do things. And even in a time where we couldn't see everybody, even if we wanted to, we were still able to make things our own. And that was really special. I love that. We definitely felt a little bit of relief mm-hmm. in that you know, one we knew when we had Camillo, especially these first couple of years, Christmas was just going to be here. We were not traveling around the world to see people yeah. because I mean, he, he deserves Christmas in his house until he's 18 yeah. for that matter, you know, for the end of time, however yeah. long he wants to be here for Christmas, he gets to come downstairs and have Christmas in his house. But I, and my husband would be the first to tell you this, definitely struggle with this, like part of me holding on to my childhood and wanting to be with my family and him also having his traditions that he, you know, there are just things that we both have done before we even met each other, you know, for 20 plus years, we had been doing these things. And so to, to mold into and form our own thing this year was different and I mean even from Thanksgiving mm-hmm. to this to, to Christmas but especially for Christmas um it was a switch in my mind of just like we don't Christmas doesn't have to be December 25th you know yeah we don't have to pack all of this pressure into one day mm-hmm. we can make Christmas whenever we want however we want over however many days we want, you know, and, and it's truly up to us, me and Willie to decide this, um, and yeah. to make those decisions. And so I think that was something that was, was highlighted this year as well. Like you're saying, we have to do what's right for us. And we're not saying you all have to change what you do, right. but there was definitely a sense of, oh, we have options <laughs> just because yeah. we're in quarantine this year and we may not be next year or whatever doesn't mean we have to change what we did necessarily this year or, or whatever. I mean, I, I don't want to Zoom 15 people like we did this year, but <laughs> I think that <laughs> it opened up our eyes a little bit to the fact that it doesn't have to be one way just because we've always done it that way. So what's one thing that you guys did for Christmas this year that was new, but that you think you'll continue into the years to come? Oh. I mean, you know how I texted you and prepared you for questions that I wanted to ask you? I was not prepared for this question. Let's see. Just flowed out of my brain, too. I was not prepared to ask it. Look at that. We slept in on Christmas, Mm. and I know that we will not have that opportunity (laughs) once the tiny human uh, gets a little bit older. And so I would love to say that I would love to sleep in. Because I think that was one of the few days he slept until like nine-ish or something like that. Something crazy. Uh, so I would love to do that. <laughs> um, yeah. That was fabulous. I wish you luck. Yeah. I wish you good luck with that. I don't think it's going to come true. I don't think that's a wish that I will be granted. <laughs> yeah. I guess another small thing would be... Santa, we put out uh, donuts and cookies for Santa. I saw that. Mm-hmm. And I would like to uh, very much continue that tradition because they were all gone. So Santa must have really liked the snacks we left. Really enjoyed the break from the cookies mm-hmm. Yeah, that Santa did. Yeah. Yeah. 
so kind of you to yeah. think of Santa. Yeah, no big deal. We're just, we care so much. So <laughs> it's important for us. Uh, but yeah, so I think that, did you all do anything that you would want to continue? So same, we slept in, although we don't have kids yet. So, you know, we're going to take that as long as we can. Yeah, but I mean, even dogs, hello. Yeah, they were kind to us, really. They slept in with us. We were here for that moment. Um, And we got the chance to, this is such a minor thing, but to decide what we want to make for like Christmas breakfast. Yes. And that was just so sweet. We kind of like created that like I made, a, you know, for all the chefs out there, I made a blueberry croissant puff casserole. Stop. No. <laughs> she will not be stopped. <laughs> I wow. will never stop. That sounds so good. It's super easy to make. I got it from somebody on Instagram and it's so delicious and so good. Mm. And uh, we kind of enjoyed saying like, we found the recipe last year. We were like, this is going to be our holiday tradition. Mm-hmm. And uh, so be able to do that this year and kind of create those moments. And we made cookies together and we just enjoyed the time. And I hope that we can do that forever. Just enjoy the time together. I hope that I get to try those because they sound amazing. <laughs> so, you know, again, you know my address. If you want to just send some goodies up this way. No. Oh, all right. Just come visit. Okay. I mean, that sounds probably like it's a little bit easier on the baking front. Uh, we'll figure out the logistics <laughs> on that. No, that's, we'll all, that's awesome. I love that. And you two have just been baking and cooking and posting all sorts of delicious stuff over there in general. So I'm just envious. Oh, let me tell you. No, I've been tasting. <laughs> um, James has been baking. He is. He found his talent for it in quarantine and he is so good at making things from scratch and so i'm wholeheartedly enjoying that probably a little too much indulging but also i don't care we need doing it cherish all the moments of enjoyment yes okay soak it all in but let's see so if i were to think back on 2020 in general Mm. and think of three things. I can't decide if, like, three... Okay, here we go. I've decided. Three things that I... That was so fast. <laughs> no edit there. Like, no, 0.2 just... seconds. Nope, boop, I've boop, decided. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, <laughs> smacked my mic, and it's wiggling around. Uh, three things that I would say are wonderful things. I'm not going to say Camilo, because he is just a given, and that's a cheat answer. I will say... I love that you didn't let anyone call you out on it. You're like, calling myself out. Not going to use them. Nope. I will say that in the past couple months, I have been pretty creative or I found creative outlets. Yes. And I have never considered myself a creative person. It is not a word, not even a top 10 word that I would use to describe myself. But I was just feeling excited you know we talked about it before but about this ceramic studio and I just went and since then I've you know done some classes and I've done some painting and some lettering and all these things that I'm just barely average at but it's so much fun and I just feel like I denied this part of me that I really just didn't even no, I want to say I didn't even know that I was capable of these things. I didn't know that I really had a 
and enjoy I got enjoyment out of them until I just leaned into this weird calling to go. Um, and yeah. so, yeah, 2020 kind of brought that to light and that I like just kind of checking out and doing something creative and artistic. And so I'd love to continue to listen to that little voice in my head that says to go paint a mason jar or something. I don't know. <laughs> I love that. Always the mason jar. Always. I think that 2020 has really taught us like uh, it's never too late to redefine your passions. Yes. I mean, in 2019, we were not thinking about doing a podcast. We were no. not thinking about making dedicated time to be creative. It was just kind of like, oh, that'd be nice to get to one day. So mm -hmm. uh, it's never too late. Yeah, totally. Uh, my second being hired on full time in a union position mm -hmm. two weeks before COVID, before shutdown, before madness. Uh, I have thought about that many, many, many days uh, this year and just the fact that I've been able to continue getting paid. I've been able to continue mm -hmm. working and giving back to, you know, the Yukon community and working with my colleagues and just knowing that I have that stability for me and for my family, that it's mind blowing to me, the timing and how it all worked out. And so yes. major, major, major gratitude towards whatever the universe had to do <laughs> to make all that yeah. happen in time. I was one hiring cycle away from not getting that job or not being hired in time, if you will. And I would have had nothing. I would have been like so many other people in the U S that just didn't have it, did not have anything. I mean, even on unemployment, you hear of all these stories about unemployment running out mm. and just the lack of support for families in general. And yeah, extreme gratitude for that. What a beautiful reflection. That was really sweet. When I talked to my husband about it, he said something about, yeah, just you getting a real job or something like that. So his way, although the meaning behind it is the same. It was encouragement. It's, it, he just has a different way of saying it. So, you know, I'm glad that I could put my feelings behind it in that way. But yeah, a lot of gratitude towards that. <laughs> and then I would say the third thing that I'm grateful for is that sometime in September, I decided I was going to take the weekends off of social media. And yes. that has done wonders. You have consistently done it too, every weekend. Every weekend, with the exception of election weekend. That was right. one weekend from September. Which to, to be fair, we didn't know that that would be right. results on a weekend. It was a, it was a strange time. Yes. I, I had initially said signing off till Monday. And then on Saturday yeah. they were like, guess what? We have a president and I could not avoid the internet. I mean, whatever. Yeah. It just was not going to happen. I needed the memes. I needed the entertainment. I needed all of it. All of it. The celebration. Uh, so, but yes, so it really, on the weekends, I, I have nothing but time to spend with my family and again, time to kind of lean in and embrace those fun projects 
occasionally clean when we really get to that point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when we can't, <laughs> let's not talk about it. Can't go on anymore. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm grateful that that happened. And in a sense, I do credit quarantine and COVID for that because again, we were in the same environment. We work from home where we lit, you know, obviously live in our home. We see the same three of us, like <laughs> two and a half humans yeah. in the house. And so it just kind of put things into perspective of like, just because I'm here doesn't mean I'm fully present. Ooh, and so just yes. because I see you all day long or just because I'm sitting on this couch or at this desk or, you know, in this room doesn't mean that I'm paying attention to what's around me. And so it really right. just made me kind of be intentional, especially on the weekends of how I'm, you know, engaging with my son and how I'm playing and, you know, what my husband and I are doing or watching on TV or whatever it is. We're, we also recently started reading before we watch our TV at night. And so that is super lame and cute. Uh <laughs> Um, it's yep. very cute. But Let just, us reference the New Year's Eve picture <laughs> of you both holding the books of the Obamas reading together. Yes. So freaking cute. But also so good for your mind just to give yourself a mental break from consuming such a massive amount mm. of content of people trying to quite honestly, like either brag about their accomplishments or kind of brag about their breakdown. I think that's yeah. a trend that we saw a lot in 2019, really. Um, you just need a break. Yeah. We're consuming so much yes. at such an alarming rate. You need a break. And even too, I'm super guilty of this, but wanting to just put stuff out there, whether it's pictures or quotes or whatever. And I get sometimes in these zones of just like, oh my gosh, look at this picture or look at this cause or yeah. read this quote. And, and it again, kind of checks me and is like, are we sharing things just to share them? Are we sharing them to get attention? Are we sharing them because there's like mm. a deeper meaning or purpose behind it? And I have actually started sending things a little bit more through direct message to people that I think it would impact more than just kind of putting out all of this yeah. stuff. Um, so yeah, social media, I mean, just the internet is a weird, weird place and... I just knew that I needed a couple days to, to unplug from it. A question I did not prep you for. Here we go again. A sneak attack. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, tell the people your views on New Year's resolutions. Mm. Generally speaking, I would give them a two thumbs down. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> I, over the past couple of years, I would say, have kind of rejected this idea of a New Year's resolution. Mm. And it sounds cliche, but I don't think that you need it to be January 1st to set a goal. I don't think it needs to be a Monday for you to start a new habit. Yes. I don't, you know, I just don't. I think if you're about it, then you just do it on that day and that's it. Um I do think there's some benefit to committing to something to say first, let's say like 30 days, but I just, I tend to, um, not be about the resolution part of it, especially because again, for those of you keeping track at home, a year is 365 days and <laughs> <laughs> new information. Yes. And that's a lot 
of time. And so I think you, when you set a resolution, you don't really allow yourself that time to evolve and that time to change and grow and edit, if you will, what, you, Ooh, what I love the word edit, yeah. like when we have to edit ourselves. Yes. Because you change over time and you, your goals, where the change. world will change. Yes. Yes. Maybe your goal last year was to travel more. Psych. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, yeah, overall, I'm not the biggest fan of resolutions. I think small goals over time are great. I will say this year I I outlined three intentions of just things that I kind of wanted to mm-hmm. bring a little more light to in my life. But I didn't say, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do this by this time or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. What about you? So kind of the same view you know I think we give ourselves a lot of leeway for bad behavior when we practice the oh I'll start on Monday mantras Mm -hmm. um and so I feel the same applies to the new year although I will tell you also every year I made resolutions because I got swept up in the like excitement (laughs) of it everyone's doing it you know um this year similar to what you said we have focused more on intentions Mm. and not waiting for the new year but something my husband said today that I thought like was such a simple way but such a powerful way to kind of like encapsulate how we want to act in 2021 he we were driving as you do to get places yes and Mm -hmm. (laughs) you may have heard of it I'm familiar um transport (laughs) and so many people were out today we had dropped the dogs off the groomers driving home so many people are out taking walks walking together Mm. and like we love to see it and james said look at all these people you know out here starting off their new year's resolution new year new me and he's like i'm not doing any of that i'm just gonna try my best yes and i was like oh my god that is brilliant and i don't know why we don't give ourselves permission to just say i don't have a specific goal that i'm gonna commit 365 days to i'm just gonna try my darndest to be better. I love that. Yeah. So that's honestly, that's my intention and everything is I just want to try and be better. And I think that is such a beautiful idea. And if you can carry that throughout all, I mean, work, personal fitness or health, parenthood, marriage, whatever, Instead of having, not that it's a bad thing to have expectations or or, or high, high hopes, I should say. Yeah. But you can go into something and just say, it's not the end of the world if I don't, if I don't come in first. It's not the end of the world if this project doesn't quite look how I intended it. It's not the end of the world. No one yeah. is harmed or for the worse because you didn't achieve something that no one else has achieved before you went in and you tried your best and that alone is fulfilling enough mm-hmm. I love that in therapy we say um no one's taking your birthday away oh as a reminder of like uh just like you said like you tried your best if you didn't come in first or if that project didn't turn out exactly like you envisioned like no one's taking your birthday away it's still okay yeah and Let's talk about like your intention going into that project versus kind of like how you're marking your achievements. Mm. I love that. Well, you better. I do. (laughs) 
in two weeks, you may need to remind me that that was my intention. But okay. We'll see how, we'll see where we're at. Can do. Are we ready for quick six? No, I have one more question. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Last question. Okay. Because then I have six rapid fire questions to ask you. Um, six? I thought it was three. No, it's is it three? I don't know. We do this every <laughs> time. We do this every I time. I my best three. Okay. Okay. Um, how are you intentionally investing in yourself this year? <sighs> Just yourself, not your family, not me, not the podcast. Like what? I don't know why I prioritize myself. Like how are you investing <laughs> in me, Nikki? Tell me. Tell me Pay the ways. attention to me. <laughs> Uh, that is a great question. I think part of it goes along with just time Mm -hmm. and recognizing that I need to be consistent about identifying times that I want to go do whatever I want to go do. And Mm -hmm. again, I think because we're in one spot for work and home and all of that stuff, it, it, things kind of blur together and your downtime versus when you're actually working. And obviously as a parent, you're kind yeah. of always working. <laughs> you're never off. As my husband likes to remind me when I tell him that mama is out of the office, he says, that's not an option. <laughs> uh, so I think committing to identifying times that I want to just be and again whether that's um allowing myself that creative time or sometimes I'll I'll go I used to um drive I do drive for therapy to a parking lot and I would sometimes bring a book and just kind of read for another you know 15-20 minutes after a session so I think I need to be better about saying you know from this time to this time or on this day you know I want to commit to x y or z because Otherwise, I think things just kind of blur together. Yeah. And I've said this before. My husband's just very good about like, hey, are you cool if I do whatever Saturday morning golf or fill in the blank? Mm-hmm. Really, it's just golf. I don't know why I make it seem like I just saw these things. The other things are, hey, I'm going to run to Costco or, hey, I'm going <laughs> to run to the supermarket. Uh, but I think even still, he's very good about just saying I, at this time on Saturday, my cousins want to go to golf. You know, like how, how does that fit in with your schedule? Um, and I think yeah. I, I could do a better job for myself about doing that same thing. So that is my very long answer to your perfect question. That was a perfect answer. Oh, why, thank you. You're welcome. Are you ready? <laughs> Let's move to voices. <laughs> yeah. You want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Ooh, pressure. <laughs> if you could only ever have really long hair or really short hair, which would you have and why? Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, really I'll be hair. checking the explicit box <laughs> this week. <laughs> I ruined us. Um really long hair or really I don't know why this is such a difficult question I didn't think me. this was going to be the hardest do you question. know why it's because I have medium length hair so I know I'm like, no, I know I yes mm-hmm. I um I would say probably long hair because I feel like I can continue to change styles mm, good one 
Okay. Zoom, Skype, or other? I hate, I hate these questions. Why are these uh, the hardest ones? You've answered. Zoom, Skype, or other. I guess I would pick other. FaceTime is better for me than mm. anything else because there's less buttons for me to mess yes, with. I agree. Okay. When you think about your dream house or home, what is one thing, price like not a th- not a not not a concern? What is one thing you would love for the space to have? This is appropriate because we are starting to look into the home buying process. Yes. Um, I have two things. Okay, I'll allow it. Uh, as you shall. And <laughs> I don't know. You could edit this at the end. I could only give one answer. Um, it's. A kitchen, like a big enough kitchen that we are not on top of each other. Yeah. Trying to meal prep. I like counter space. I want a lot of counter space. Yes. Um, the second thing is very simple and maybe it's stupid, but I just want a fenced backyard for my dogs. Not stupid. That's what I care about. They have so much joy when we let them off the leash and they can run and play. They act like fools together. They've never been in a backyard before. It feels like every time we let them out one. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's one thing we have been super conscious of is we just want them to have time to play too, where they're not just stuck inside. So love that. Also, can I keep going? A bathtub. (laughs) I would like, the giant bathtub so you can mm. take a real adult size bath in. Um, that's what I would also like. Okay. Well, I asked for one and you gave me three, so you're done. <laughs> Why is that the easiest question? I don't, I don't know. know. I thought that was going to be the hardest one. Well, I guess when you give three answers, it's not that hard anymore. <laughs> All right. I'm going to ignore that and I'm going to pull up my questions. Okay. Number one. Okay. I get would stressed you rather, every time. Oh, would you I rather? Know. Okay. Yeah, would you rather? This is big. Would you rather be forced to dance every time you heard music <laughs> or forced to sing along to any song you heard? Oh, my God. Dance. <laughs> yeah. That's the that's what I thought you would pick. That's the one I would pick. But Hopefully now? I'd be a good dancer. <laughs> Now, I think of all the places that music is played, and I would be doing a lot of dancing. Mm-hmm. Or would you prefer to be singing along to any of the music? Like, which no, one is worse? still dancing. Still dancing. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh, I can dancing. dance in my seat. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Good one. Thank you. If you were famous, what would it be for? I have so much joy in this right now. When I was in the hot seat, I was like, I hate this, but this is great for me now. So I, if I were famous, it would be for some sort of advocacy. Mm. And off the top of my head, my gut is telling me it would be for something that's either around maternal health and well-being and bridging the the gap when it comes to inequalities and death rates and things like that. Mm-hmm. Or, and I know you've shared this as well, uh, immigrant children coming to the U.S. 
Mm-hmm. I will leave it with those two because those are probably the two most uh, important causes at the forefront of my mind. So I would to what take a, a answer. to take a very lighthearted question seriously. Uh, I think I would be famous for some sort of advocacy work. I love that. Thanks. I will not tell you what my answer would have been. No, you tell me. Could... What would you no, like be? Britney was... Spears or something? What? <laughs> no, it was honestly for like, <laughs> this is so strange, um, for doing things like this podcast where I just get to talk and yes. connect with people and kind of open the stage for people to learn from other people. That's what I would want to kind of be known for. A facilitator, if you will. Yes. Giving people a place and a space. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, I mean, listen, we've got... How many countries now are we up to? More than one. Like 12? 12? Yeah. So this could be it. This could be the big break that we're waiting on, that you're waiting on. This is it. Um, Last question. (laughs) Yes, I'm ready. If you could change the cliche saying, new year, new me, to any other phrase, what would you have it say instead? New year, new focus. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> what? Put it sound on, effect here. Put it, <laughs> put it on t shirts and mugs. Yes. New year, new focus. <laughs> Writing it down. That's Do beautiful. It. That was a great question. What would yours be? <laughs> I had zero answers. That's why I asked you. <laughs> that was a good one. I hate new I year, guess, new me. Ugh. I, it's heard so much. I think it should just be like new year, better me. Yeah. Like new year, just trying my best. Right. I don't, we don't need to make it cute. It doesn't like, need to just... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> new year. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. But after this, I was going to say 365 day a year. Uh, that's a new good year, 2021. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that was fun. I'm happy for us and all the things that we've learned in 2020 and that we can reflect on the good that came out of such an insane time. Yes. And we're wishing all of you a very happy, peaceful, wonderful, restorative 2021. Yes. And I'm here to tell you to go outside and take your Christmas lights down because it's over. Thank oh, you. And... <laughs> She's a Grinch. I do not. It's it's over. It's done. Okay. Thank you for playing. It's over. New year, no lights. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. That's a wrap. How welcoming of you. Go ahead. What's what's your sign off? Let's hear it. Sayonara, suckers. (laughs) It's twice now. Twice. We're so glad you joined us this week. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, subscribe, leave us a review. It really means a lot. Until next time, remember, we're better together.